Hey there guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about another other movie review, but this one's going to be different because this time it is a movie that nobody's ever going to watch, nobody's going to ever see. I'm pretty sure they might see it on TV once in a while on their life, usually on the Lifetime channel, maybe sometimes on Stars Encore or something. So the movie I'm going to be talking about is a 2014 film called Addicted. Oh god. This is a, this is going to be um my example ample episode uh, because there's going to be movies that I will talk about that I like and this, these are also going to be movie reviews that I'm going to be talking about that are kind of horrible horrible they're so horrible that it's so laughable to even watch this you could say it's hilariously bad it's so oh bad it's so oh good or you just like to watch it and just make fun of it like I do or you just like to watch it because this, it fucking sucks. So, the movie Addicted was directed by Billy Woodwolf. It was written by Christina Welsh and Ernie Barbrash. And it was based on the book by Zane. My god, what were they thinking? It stars Sharon Leal, Boris Kadoji, Tasha Smith, Tyson Beckford, and Emitzi Cornelia Adelaide. I'm sorry if I pronounced those names wrong. And William Levi. For those of you who don't know who William Levi is, he's a basically some Mexican soap opera actor. Uh, I think it was yeah, did he, I think he did a show from Univision for some. Yeah, he's in this movie and yeah, this movie sucks. I'm just going to say it literally is so laughable. You can literally watch this. You could tell this belongs on a Lifetime network. So what is the movie movie about? Well, it's like this. This movie, the movie's about a girl named Zoe. She has, she's living a happy life. She lives a happy life, life in Atlanta. She has a great house, great family, great career, and somehow she meets William Levi's character, who's an art artist, while she tries to meet eats him because she her business is some art publisher. Goes over to his house and cheats on her husband and screws William Levi's character named Quentin. Oh God! Oh God! This is literally a weak-ass female character. I swear to God. God. The only reason why she goes over to William Levi's house and screws him is because it's obviously her sex life with her husband, Jason, played by Boris Kodoji, it isn't enough for her. Like already, Eddie, in the opening, opening, she's going to some therapy, talking about how great her life is, her kids is, and her husband, husband, like the only husband she's ever, ever had. And then, like, somehow their sex life is not that good. Later, later on, she watches porn right behind on her husband's back with a dildo. And I don't even know if her husband even knows that, but it's, it's pretty, maybe sick. So anyway, anyway. Her business is an art publishing company. She goes to goes to Quentin's house and already starts screwing with him. And already in the and already Quentin comes down in the most sedu uh, seduces like seduction way of all time. He comes down downstairs, unbuttoned shirt, ready to button up, and he's just, if you're seeing William Levi, he's this big buffed out, out guy with a Spanish accent, and it's already seducing her. This is literally a lifetime movie by making the guys look like 
almost sexually harassed dude who is always harassing asking women. And the way he go, goes over is like, I want to paint you. I want to pin you on my wall right, right, right now. And she's like, no, get away. I'm married. And it, all right, fucks her. All right, Eddie. They're doing it on the couch. And she's still saying no. Oh, and then later that night, later that day, she takes a shower. So the whole movie, she keeps going back and forth, back and forth. Basically, Zoe, Zoe has a sex addiction. Why do you think the title's called uh, The Addicted? Hey. And then later in the movie, she's all, you, she, we're, she's speaking with the therapist at the same time, talking about her experience, why she's doing this. And this takes place in the present, isn't? while the movie is still uh, running. The therapist is literally useless. All she is doing is like saying, Hey, Zoe, you got to talk about your past. Call your lovers to quit it and move on. Tell your husband she needs help. And already, Zoe is so resentful. She's like, there you go. Oh, you get ask me questions with no answers. I need help. I'm sick. Hey, now, do you think she's keep going back and fucking Quentin's character? Well, you're Well, he's not the only one she screws. He, she also goes to a nightclub and screw this other guy named Corey. Right in the bathroom stall, man. That's messed up. I didn't even know you could even do it in the bathroom. Imagine some guy who's taking a piss and you're right and you're right next to a couple having sex. You're you're just like thinking, hey, can you mind turning it down or don't do it in here, man? I'm taking a piss. It's like it's like if it was me, I would have just hold it, wait, eight outside, and go back again. It's not even hot. Like this is like I swear to God, this movie is like a soft core, almost soft core or porn, like Fifty Shades of Grey. Except both of those those movies, no, it's never mind. Both of those movies, they suck. Ugh, ugh. Later, later towards the ending, Zoe fine. Uh, Zoe's thinking about moving in in with Quentin, and then the and then the Corey guy comes right to her ending, and Zoe says, "You know what? I'll quit, uh, you guys. This uh, this has got out of stuff. I'm married to my husband, and I'm sick. Hey." Like, a little bat fight breaks out. Quentin loses it. Loses it. He's like saying, Hank, you want to know something, Zoe? Ever since I was a little boy, you just walk out of my life just like that. You're not going to leave me. You're not going to leave me here. Here. I don't know if Quentin has screwed other girls before because he has paintings of a few others. And I'm just like, really, dude? Really, dude? Do you think she's the only one? Uh, meanwhile, her hus- husband finally comes to the rescue. Jason knocks Quentin out with some art thingy. And, and she just t- uh, tells her, that's it, baby. You and I are finished. He finds out because of text messages on her phones from her, her and Quentin. And literally, right when she was walking away in the sidewalk, Zoe's up to Jay Asen's, like, Jay, like trying to suck up to him and say, Jason, I know I fucked up. Please take me back in your life. And Jason, as usual, is like, that's a technically around for screwing around with your husband. Husband, you are a lying, cheating whore. It's boom. It's done. It's over. We're through. It's history. I was like, man, please, Jason, go. Go away. Jason is like the only guy in the entire movie who's normal. Zoe, oh, of course, d- doesn't take that well. Walks right out the street. Boom. Car runs are over. At that moment, the movie should have ended right there. It's so laughable. It's almost like a test dummy. I mean, just throws hoser. Like an actual dummy right in the car, right before the car hits. Just boom. Boom. Jason turns back. He's like, Oh no! Oh, and I'm just and I'm just like no 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 no. Oh, if I was right next to Jason, I'm like no 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 no. Turn around, keep moving, keep moving, go go go. There's nothing to see. Then later towards the ending, Zoe's in the hot hospital, still recover, uh, still recovering, and she became a total recluse. Jason, uh, Jason is kind of like silenced her answer, but her kids don't even know anything at all. They're just like, "Mommy, you're home, home. You're all better now." 
Later towards the end, and Zoe goes to some sex addiction clinic circle, gives a speech each why she's a sex addict, and Jason comes in and, and just like forgives her. Don't worry, honey. I'm always going to be with you. Even though you fucked at least three or five guy eyes throughout the entire our movie. You should have told me this earlier. Oh, God. So there, there you have it. The reason why this review is so oh, quick, because don't watch it, because this movie really is fucking stupid. Don't watch, watch Addict Date. Even the book sucks, too. No, it's literally a book, a movie, just for just because, I don't know, it's some girly chick egg flick, but it's done horribly. Now, listen, I'm not like, uh, listen, I'm not like one of those people who think, who think oh, girls might like that or women might like this. No, 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 no. I bet some girls and women will probably, uh, probably hate, hate this. There's a good chance it's on the Lifetime Network or even even on Star Stars Encore. Encore. But the, here's the thing. It's not even a Lifetime channel. It was produced by Lionsgate, and they just made a crap happy movie. So don't watch Addicted. Addicted sucks. I'm going to give it zero out of five, five stars for me. Hey, that It sucks. Hope everybody else doesn't watch this movie. But if you ever catch this movie on TV, just watch it. Have a laugh at it. But don't watch the whole thing. Then you're just depressed. It's like, oh, why am I watching this? Turn the channel. Turn the, just turn the channel to Wheel of Fortune so you can get at that blasted, dumb, soap opera garbage out of your system. So there you have it, guys. That's my review. Ooh, ooh. I'll have more movies that are reviews that are kind of a bit uh, down the road uh, later. Again, uh, again, that's again. We'll talk about uh, that later down on the road because I have more or, or to come soon for the show. And thank you for you guys. Thanks for all of you listening to it. And if you like this, hope you enjoyed the podcast. So I'll see you soon. Good night, everyone.